Hey, love bugs. Welcome back to Nicest Carnival Podcast. Actually, scratch that. It's the nicest check-in podcast right now because I know my peeps are not okay during these non-carnival times. So if you haven't noticed already, I've been checking in with fellow entrepreneurs and influencers to discuss their brands and overall well-being during, again, these non-carnival times. So on today's show, we have none other than the CEO of Fet Finders, Mr. Sean G. However, before we get started, I just wanted to give you a quick reminder to leave a pleasant review for this podcast on the blog, if you like it, of course, right? And if you're listening specifically on Apple Podcasts and you love the show, please give us a high rating on Apple Podcasts so that we can continue to move up in the charts. Caribbean and Black Folk Podcast City World. Um, but again, again, check in on your carnival friends because we are not okay. We're about to mourn the loss of Miami Carnival 2020. And it's, it's going to be a big hit for a lot of people. It really is. But anyway, let's get into the show with Sean G of Fet Finders. Oh, and I do apologize in advance. We had some technical difficulties but we press through anyway. We press through anyway, and I hope it's not too distracting. Okay, bye. You're tuned into Nice-ish, the carnival-specific podcast that addresses chat-worthy topics straight off the Caribbean social scene. It's your one-stop spot to get all the information you need to be successful in this carnival-chasing lifestyle. You'll be filled with knowledge and getting updates from me, Shah, and other professionals in the field of Bacchanal. It's time to get nice. So how you been? I've been good. I've been good. Just trying to get back in the, just trying to get back in the swing of things. I'm going back to work soon, like regular job work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'll do that soon. I'm doing good. I'm happy. Good. Uh, All right. So you ready to talk about Fat Finders? Uh, wait, can I do side by side too? Huh. I think so. <laughs> Up in the uh, corner. Um, actually, I don't. Where it says speaker view. Oh, view. There you go. Yeah, you change it. So gallery view. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that. <laughs> a world of a difference. All right. Learn something new every day. Hell yeah. Now we're ready. Okay. But how are you doing today? How did you even actually <sighs> You know, we're starting, by the way. This is all going to go on there. But I'm, I'm fine. I just came back from um, okay. <laughs> a little weekend in... Um, in where do we go ocean city maryland with my home nice yes how was it i see a lot of people going to ocean city great it was so needed like um Mm. i think we planned that trip in like maybe two weeks or less um yeah it was just i had never planned something where everybody got on board in like less than 24 hours and it just goes to show like how it just goes to show like how like how bad COVID got people like it's mm-hmm. get yeah. away, you know, from from work or from their kids or from whatever their, their mm-hmm. current situation is, which is a much needed you know, we, and it wasn't like we did anything. We just wanted to be somewhere else and just sit, right? Just sit down gotcha. um, and relax and and be amongst friends and just literally chilled. So Yes. Yeah. That's always nice. Mm-hmm. What about you? What did you do this weekend? All right. Uh, I had our first of, like, first official event that we was attached to. 
Mm-hmm. Um, well, not first official, but our first paid event that we was attached to. Okay. Um, it was good. Uh, we did We Cultures DMV, Labor Day in the DMV, mm-hmm. which was really good. Nice. So. so we talked to, you're introducing like what you just, um, the things that you just did, but like tell our listeners what, who you are, what you do, basically all about Bet Finders, the origin story, all of that. Okay. <laughs> uh, I- I am the owner and CEO of Fet Finders LLC. Mm-hmm. Um, what we do, so basically, what we do, we we want to broaden broaden everyone's view of the Caribbean scene. So, if it from selling tickets to having a space where, if you're a Caribbean-related business or company, you can come post on our site and just promote and we'll put money into promoting your business or your brand. Mm-hmm. So that's some of the stuff we do. Um, uh, the origin of Fet Finder started out because we noticed that some of our friends, family and fellow fetters have come across things that were, they were getting scammed or they didn't know who, when it came to reselling their tickets, they didn't know who to go to or who to trust. So on our platform, we'll give you a uh, certified, when you register for our platform, you become a certified user. Mm-hmm. We have your number, we have your email. So on that same platform, you can talk and communicate with the seller or the buyer at the, at the same time in live, on a live platform. Mm-hmm. So, and so the premise has changed over <laughs> the last few months to become where, well, not only can we have resale tickets and costumes, we can be a service to the promoter where they can come on at competitive, a competitive price and sell their own FET tickets to their events. Or if you have concerts, um, anything from anything, something like an Eventbrite would do, but just mm-hmm. at a cheaper rate. Mm-hmm. A very cheaper rate. And then you, they can do the same thing. They can verify their users, uh, get contact lists, and we can all grow as a community on one platform. Got you. Got you. So that sounds very, like, it sounds very technical. Um, and so I'm wondering what, <laughs> I'm wondering what struggles um, you face so far <laughs> setting up. Um. So setting up, we have to, we did a test this weekend where we were trying to see if we can hold the bandwidth. Mm-hmm. So we needed to upgrade our bandwidth this weekend. So we had mm-hmm. to take a downtime to do that. Um, some other struggles are, I wouldn't call them struggles, but hurdles that we have to get over of knowing what the consumer wants mm-hmm. in, in need on a platform that's doing ticketing. Do, y'all want, do you guys want to go straight into it? How do you want to get to know the community that you're in? For example, we do podcast, not podcasts, um, blogs of DJs, different DJs, promoters, influencers within the Caribbean community. So we wanted to know where do you prefer to read or do you want a video? Come to find out a lot of people like video. <laughs> so we're, it's, it's touch and go. So, mm-hmm. and as you know, in this industry, you have to adapt. Mm-hmm. So before we make our hard launch, we wanted to just get, viewers opinions and we got them and the feedback and then trying to have a platform where we're, we do exactly what we say what we're, what 
we exactly what we say we're going to do. We don't overpromise. Okay. So making sure we don't overpromise and making sure that everything is we can do what we can or what we say we can do. Okay. Yeah, I can attest to the people who don't want to read a uh, fix. Um, <laughs> because, I mean, it's true. It's like as, you know, as time evolves, like people are, getting, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the amount of time that they spend on an article, especially uh, something that's all text is, you know, they short. don't want to do it. Right? It's, <laughs> it's very short. And it's very short. Um, mm. And so videos are a thing. But it's like when I think of um, myself, I, you know, there are moments where I want to read. Um, mm-hmm. And then there are moments where I don't feel like watching a video. Exactly. I don't know what it's going to be about. And it's mm-hmm. depending on the length of it. So it's just like, uh, and which is why I started a damn podcast. Because I'm like, you know, <laughs> I just do this. And for those who like listening, they can listen and they can get the extended versions of the things that I used to write about in my blogs. But, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like, but you have people who don't like listening to podcasts, right? Who don't yeah. like listening. So it's just like, you're trying to be there for everybody. Right? Everyone, everybody. But you can't. Well, I've learned. I learned that you can't please everybody. Oh, absolutely not. You can't please. There's everybody. no way you can. <laughs> that not. Oh, yeah. And then going through this time period of COVID, you get to sit back and watch people and how people are doing, especially within the family, within the Caribbean family. For example, you influenced this a lot because when you came out with your podcast and everything, it was like, wow, that's a great idea. But then also to shine a light on you in particular when we, because I know we've we sat down before mm-hmm. already. Um, you have been a very influential figure among us in growing our company. So we kind of like, oh, things nice is, is doing good. <laughs> so <laughs> so if we have a role model and on a, as a startup, it's, it's, it's her. So it was you. So it's like, okay, let's see let's run this and bounce this off of people. How do you prefer mm-hmm. your interviews of the DJs and artists? Oh, video. We want video. We want video. But if you can, if, if you don't mind just uh, transcribing a few, that'd be great too. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so what we're, doing, what we're doing now is that we're going to transcribe and do videos for, and we'll pick and choose as right. we go along. Right. How do you do that? Like, how do you transcribe? Is there an app for that? Or does it come from oh, one of the streaming services? Or you uh, do that by hand, like manually? I doubt it. No. <laughs> she acts the scenes and does the transcribing. Um, also, we're, we're, looking to, we're looking to incorporate college interns within mm-hmm. the Caribbean community and out uh, to outsource and do our transcribing. It won't be a lot. It's not all, all interviews are mostly like about 20, 15 to 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. So, it's not it's not a bad workload. <laughs> Got you. So, out of I mean, you talked about it a little bit, but you know there are a lot of um, Caribbean brands out there promoting um, the carnival culture. But so, basically, how do you feel mm-hmm. that Fet Finders is going to differ from the rest of the pack? Okay, sir. So we don't want to be. We're not coming in to take over the field. We want to bring everybody together on one platform. And if we can't, we still want to show support, show support to everybody else that's doing the same thing because we're, we want to influence each other and bring mm-hmm. together the community. But how we differ, um, one of the main ways is that a percentage of the proceeds that we collect for, for tickets, whether it be tickets, for you to post a listing on our site, 
we give back to the community, Caribbean community, whether it be uh, disaster relief, uh, clothing for children or Caribbean in the, within the Caribbean countries to go to school, laptop computers. We are making that push towards that. We're bigger pitches to start a nonprofit organization for that. So we want to encompass everybody and, and have us to be all inclusive instead of just this person's over there, that person's over there. Even if you're doing the same thing as us, we want to include you because that is the premise of our site. As we thought, you know, the vision I had was when you were younger, everybody knew everybody. It was together. And then as the scene, as getting older and becoming a part of the soca scene or the Caribbean scene, whether it be dance hall or soca, it's like, it's money, 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 money. And we forgot the, the groundwork of that togetherness of what brings everybody to the Caribbean culture mm -hmm. and what we started on as from the beginning. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, that was a good definition. Um, because what I find is that, you know, I think a lot of people always ask, like, you know, well, there, there's so much, there's so much competition, right? And then you have, especially new brands that are coming out sometimes. Mm -hmm they might be discouraged because there might be someone already doing something similar. So they're usually mm -hmm. not so yeah. eager to go forth with their brand or they have so many uh, reservations or they might be, um, you know, scared to kind of just get out there because, you know, they don't mm -hmm. want to feel like a copycat. So, um, you know, I always yeah. tell people like you, you're, you're going to have a different, you're not going to be 100% the same as somebody else regardless. So just do what, what it is. No, not know. at all. Right? Not at all. Um, so so, so even to piggyback on that, uh, I don't want to take over your podcast. All right, fine. Go for <laughs> but, it. <laughs> so even to piggyback on that, as when we started, there were so many people doing it. Like, you would think the same thing that we're doing. Um, but your question was, what makes us different? So even people that's coming out now, a few people that has, that has came out after us, I, I've sit and I've sat and I talked to them. And even though we have similar ideas, it's like, let's support each other. It's not a, for me, it's not a battle because you have an idea that's similar to somebody else's. If you want to start a company, I am, I'll give advice. I'll give help. I'll even point you in the direction of somebody that can't because we're all about encompassing that, that family, that, because at the end of the day, we are a family. Because mm -hmm. of you, you know that when you go to Fets, you see the same people, the same faces, and it's Fats. like, oh my God, I didn't know you was going to be here. So now it's like, oh, let's just just come together. Let's encompass everybody because we are a family, and I'm mm -hmm. not going to get discouraged because somebody else is doing the same thing we're doing or something similar. So just pushing forward and maintaining that confidence. Gotcha. Um, so the the event that you spoke about earlier, that was a like that was a live event. That was a physical event this past weekend. That was a physical event. Yeah, that was a physical outside among folks. <laughs> so talk to me about that. Like, yes. what, because you have like, you know, you have people on the scene like myself that's like, yeah, no, I'm not going anywhere with, you know, <laughs> around people that I don't know, you know, at least who I don't mm -hmm. know that are being safe. Um, so like, what are your thoughts on the whole COVID-19 FET scene? Like, are you pro-health? Are you pro-fun? Um, how was it? I don't know how involved you were with 
the with the FEP, but if you were mm-hmm. if you were deeply involved, like was what was the setup process like? Um, you know, what hurdles were there in planning that? I'm just curious, you know, to know because we saw a lot of IG stories and it was yes. like, oh, that definitely looks more like more than 50 people. Yeah. Nobody's wearing a mask and, you know. I'm kind of on the fence, I'll be honest. Um, I believe that, that we can be pro-health and pro-fun at the same time, but with a, with a strong urge of caution. So this, again, this I'm, my business provides a service, just like an event, right? Mm-hmm. Just like uh, Elite Tickets, just like uh, Island E Tickets. We are a service, that a platform that you can sell the tickets on. Mm-hmm. What we do, we'll go to the event because we're just starting out, so we want to do brand awareness. So we'll come to your event and we'll help out. Okay. But best to believe we got our mask on and I don't want to put my employees at risk. So I'm the one that's out there with my mask on at the door. Hey, did you get your tickets? Who do you get your tickets from? Did you get it from FetFinder? Hey, how was your experience? So mm-hmm. I have to have feet on the ground for people that's actually doing the events and for the promoter that use my company. In the process of setting up this particular event, we made sure, well, the well, the prom- promoter made sure that according to our state law, uh, where you can have 250 people mm-hmm. at the event, at the gathering. Also, I won't even call it a gathering, event because 250 is a lot of people. <laughs> so you can have 200 people, 250 people or 75%. So you have to have when your hand sanitizer available. Um, as the spacing apart was difficult, but most people made sure they had on a mask. So, and then me, I was working the door. I went from the DJ booth to the door and best to believe and that flowed that from the DJ booth to the door, I had on a mask. Um, it's just, and then when people that don't have a mask, you police each other. Hey, if we're going to talk, we put on a mask. So there was a couple of groups of us that they'll come talk to me and say, Hey, put on a mask before we do this video. So, we, we, I don't want to give off the wrong impression, but also, also get yourself tested. Mm-hmm. A lot of things, there are a lot of services that, that offer the testing. If you have health care, it's free. If you don't, there's places around us in our county that it's like 40 bucks to get tested. And, and you're good. Just police yourselves and be cautious. Mm-hmm. I can't control everybody else, but I can control the proximity that I am of you. So whether I choose to be six feet away or up close, as long as you're wearing a mask, mm-hmm. I think it, it becomes the, the person, the individual's decision. But I'm not going to say, oh, my God, we should stop having events because COVID is the big scare. Yes, COVID's a risk. I had members of my family experience COVID and survive. But I also had friends and family that experienced COVID and died. Mm-hmm. Same. So I, I believe, I, I definitely believe I'm on the fence, but rightly so. I know the economy as it is in, within the Caribbean community has taken a big hit. So how can you tell somebody to be pro-health or pro-fun when now our livelihoods are affected and both, on both sides of the fence? Only do what you can afford here. So if you think you can go to an event and you have that and, and you're like, ah, I don't think I should go. Then don't go. But if there's people out there that's taking the risk, nobody's putting a gun to your head and saying, hey, go to this party. No. Mm-hmm. True. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> 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 I, 
Um, kind of long-winded, I know. <laughs> no, that's it's okay. It's okay. That's why we're here to chat. Um, so what were your plans? Like, what were you supposed to do in 2020 as far as carnivals were concerned? What was supposed to <laughs> Everything. <laughs> so I say everything because we are, we're new. Mm-hmm. We are new, so we wanted to be everywhere and anywhere. So if you had a carnival, you had a fet, we wanted to be there, so you support, highlight you, and just, again, bring everybody together and show the outside world what this culture is all about. Mm-hmm. The Caribbean culture. Oh, We had plans for Jamaica, St. Kitts. We had so many plans and they just, phew, <laughs> nothing <laughs> happened. Is 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 crazy, but uh, we're here for it, and we're just letting our name be known now. So when twenty 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 one hit or twenty twenty two, whenever we're fedding again, we're there. <laughs> Got you. What? When is the? I guess when is the hard launch for Fed Finders? Um, the hard launch. <laughs> When the world opens up fully again, <laughs> that'll be the hard lunch. But <laughs> so, uh, I, if I had to pick a, a a time and date for it, I would say beginning of twenty twenty one. Okay. The 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 be the hard lunch. It gives us time, just to go off on a tangent. This gave us time to. I look at the good that COVID has done. In a sense, it's hard to say that, but it gave us time to. Reevaluate, fix what needs to be fixed. It wasn't like the whole world was looking at us. So it was like, hey, this didn't work. We can come back and go over this and brush this up and revamp. Where if we just said, hey, this is our hard lunch, and then the website go down. Mm-hmm. And the whole world is looking at us like, ha, don't use find us. Have a silver brainwash moment. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to have that. And we kind of, we, we kind of did, but it wasn't on a big enough stage to be like, oh, my God, look at them. Mm-hmm. So in order to help rectify that, we actually went out and and worked with the promoter. Said, hey, this is what we promised you, but, hey, we'll give you some available hands to help with your event because we didn't do you justice. Okay. So this is how we give back. But it also that workmanship, it's like, okay, I will work with them again because they kind of made up for the accident mm-hmm. and it was none of us it was just dealing with electronics and business is a look <laughs> you don't know what's going to happen any given day right. so and so now we're more prepared to deal with the next order of events that happens okay and how many people are on your team like how many people do you work with um so we have six Six people mm-hmm. on our team. Uh, four, five of them are like brand ambassadors, and um, but we have one technical website developer and a me to CEO and a CEO. That's it. So, so six, including me, so seven. <laughs> gotcha. So seven all together. <laughs> um, I wanted to talk, and this is just kind of like personal not necessarily pet fighter related, but I know that you, there are a number of people okay. that I know that are, um, you know, serving right in, in military life. So how does <clears> that, like, what's that like, right? Like what's military life like as a Caribbean American, 
um, you know, Carnival Chaser, all that. Yeah, I'm just kind of curious. <laughs> uh, um, in my younger days, it was hard. <laughs> in my younger days, but as I got older, I came to the terms of, if, if anything, you go to your growing pains. So it was a balance. So when I first came in the, um, joined the military 14, well, not even 16 years ago, mm-hmm. now almost 16 years ago, um, it was different. So it wasn't even just being a Caribbean American in the military. It was merely, it was just merely the fact of being an African American in the military, which the mindset is totally different. So you're getting in there because most of us, and I can't speak for everybody, but I joined to get a paycheck and get three hots and a cop. I want to serve my country, but I need a place to sleep. Mm-hmm. So joining the military helped me in a way and more than just one way in, 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 in tremendous, like hundreds of ways, mm-hmm. but being black and an African-American in the military was a challenge. And then to listen to a type of music that these folks was not listening and they was not listening to, it was rough. So if I, if I could speak for anybody, when you listen to soca, whether it be calypso, dancehall, it puts you in a different headspace. So this whole day you're getting screamed at by these people and that people. But when you come into your own, you want to vibe out mm-hmm. to your soca, to your calypso, to your dancehall, to your reggae, and just vibe out. So if you're, being, if you're in your bed and they hear it, they're like, what's that? It leads to a whole bunch of stuff. Don't disrespect my music. I don't disrespect your stuff. And it became a big conflict of interest for a while. But as I got older and transitioned to being welcoming to everybody's opinion, and everybody has one, mm-hmm. I became more acceptive of, okay, that's your opinion, but I'm still going to listen to my stuff. Mm-hmm. And then along the way, I met, a, I met a sergeant from Dominica that shared my viewpoint. Mm-hmm. And we just rocked out together, whether it be anything, any type of music. And we, we let it know that we'll listen to yours, but give us a shot. If, even if the hardships of just, if you need a space in your head, listen to your music. Get out, there's this screaming and, 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 cause I've been to war, been to war twice. It helps soca music helps mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't care what anybody says this is my opinion it's it facts, helps though. and it also helped other soldiers as well yeah it helped other soldiers and they're like man sergeant gladden is happy all the time this is it's me personally but it's the music that helps as well i always got a smile on my face so just push forward and and as i got to where i'm at right now in the military I can pass it down, say, hey, this is what helped me through. This is my culture helped me through. Find something to believe in that makes you happy. Think about it and let that push you and guide you through and keep you in good spirits. Because if you stress on the, if you stress on the bad, it's just going to get worse. Mm-hmm. Think of that moment that, that where you felt happy, especially if you're, if you're away. Because we in the military, we spend a lot of time away from home. But on another topic, 
it was like going to carnivals and trying to get away to carnivals knowing that hey i got a job to do so that became a touchy subject as well it's like oh my yeah. god i gotta take leave glad and you always taking leave uh carnival year round <laughs> so trying to find out there's been plenty of times i've taken um leave without pay Mm-hmm. Just to go to carnival, just the money I've saved up. And he said, how are you going to all these carnivals? I save up because I don't do anything. Right. If I'm home, like, you know people that they'll fit with you and you don't have to, you budget. You you know that, hey, the next carnival coming. So I got a budget for this. And I got a budget for that. And we budget the year out. That's the smart thing to do. Some people wait to the last minute. I don't got that lifestyle. Yes. I got a budget <laughs> a year out and then... It seems like a lot, a lot of going out, but it's because I budget for it and I plan and I pace. Yes. So I might not, I might not hit every carnival that year, but I'm going to hit at least two or three just because <laughs> I paced for it. <laughs> no, I can relate to, I can relate to that whole, um, when people assume that, Oh, you know, where you getting this money from? Well, you, you must be loaded. Like my mother was like that, like, Oh, you're going here. Where you going this time? Oh, you're going here? You're going there? I was like, um, no, I, I don't have money. I just plan in advance and I save. That's how it works. Like, I'm not yes. spewing out, like, all this dough at one time. I, you know, I'm, I'm setting aside as I go yes. on and I know what I want to do the year, probably, like, the year before. Yes, I, sometimes yeah. two years. Right. <laughs> two years, you know, you know. <laughs> I'm not rich. I don't got it like that. I'm just planning. I'm it's just not like, great at planning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and shoot, I'm not even great at planning. I just know carnivals are coming. <laughs> that's it. Oh, Money goes so that's like, ah, that's right. it. Yep. Right. Um, and in regards to your comments about soca music, I think um, the first, my first reaction was to you know, use those moments as teachable moments for people, um, especially when they're not mm-hmm. uh, familiar with the culture. But it also depends on, like, how they came at you when they were hearing the music. And I understand that. At, in, oh, at, I in use your, them as teachable moments. Yeah, in your younger days, I know that it was probably, like, you know, you probably, like, quick to get at them or whatever. But um, it sounds like you matured and started to turn. And as we all should. Yeah. <laughs> So, but it's true. So it will change your whole mood. Um, I remember, like, if I'm in a funk and I'm in the car and I just happen to throw on some soca, especially, like, soca that you haven't heard in a minute um, because we tend yes. to get used to, we tend to get used to, like, the current stuff. But it's like, you know what, let me let me throw on this Private Ryan mm-hmm. mix from, like, 2010, right? And then you, you listen to yes. it. Yes. <laughs> You get transported back to that time, you know, whether it's a carnival or a moment. Like when I listen to music, I just go mm-hmm. back to wherever I was. Like I can, I can smell what I was smelling. I can like every, all my senses just get kicked into high gear. Ooh, I just um, got tingle just now. Yeah, so like, <laughs> I know what you mean. I, I can mm-hmm. only imagine like how healing that can be, especially like if you you know were at war in that in those moments. You know. What mm-hmm. I mean? So, cause we, cause at the end of the day, regardless of what, we live in the moments of the music, mm-hmm. like a song can hit, I bet you a song can play and then we can play like, I remember who I was whining on. I yes. remember what I had to eat. <laughs> I remember what fets I was at. Like <laughs> you, you remember everything. It, it yeah. just comes to you and it overflows you. And especially if it was a really good moment, you just smiling. You're like, Oh, 
He's like, what you smiling for? Nah, just see. You don't know, just... <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to stand. Yeah, you're not going to stand. You got to be there. So, yeah. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. Any... I've, I've exhausted all the questions that I had. Anything you want to toss my way uh, to answer? Um, yeah, so... I want to say thank you again for having me. This is a just as a young and up and coming business, yes. just for you to take the time with me is I'm so thankful. We're so thankful and grateful for this. Um, a question for you would be like, honestly, with all your success and congratulations to all your I'm success like- because yeah, it's success because you're still going and we're still rocking with you. And I was, I asked you to be on your show. So, <laughs> so just that there's a want and need for it. And where you're at now, it's like, I know you have so much great stuff in the works. So it's, for me, it's like, how do you, how do you balance all this? Cause I don't know what you do in your personal life, but how do you balance everything? Mm, Cause I know that well, can be stressful. It, I won't even say that it's, I can't say that it's easier now because I was about to say it's easier now because I'm not doing it. But it's not like, because it's turned into like this whole full-time job. But before when I had a whole, you know, when I was working, you know, for the man, um, it would be, it would be because I worked in education. So I'm at work mm-hmm. by seven o'clock in the morning. And so we leave okay. at like four or later, depending on what what's happening. And so, I wouldn't dedicate time to the brand until after, right? So it was like yeah. you had work and then you had a whole full, you know, another almost eight hours of stuff mm-hmm. when you got home or when I got home. Um, so it it's just a matter of, again, planning. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you know what you have to do, it, it, it's not like a, it can't be an on-the-spot thing, right? It can't be something that you're like, oh, I'll just see how the wind blows, you know, tomorrow. I'll just, you know, see what happens on Wednesday. It's not mm-hmm. that kind of, if you want to be consistent, right? Yeah. And you want to be successful, you gotta, you gotta do, do it every day and you have to be intentional about uh, what you do and how you do it. Um, you gotta so put that's, in work. You gotta put in the freaking work. So, you know, even... You know, I caught myself because when COVID first hit and then I was like furloughed and then so I would like wake up at 10 o'clock and then I would, you know, go to bed like three o'clock in the morning <laughs> and then I'm like, wait, 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 wait this is not, this is not working. <laughs> so I, I put yeah. back so I, right? So now I'm like every day I'm still getting up at 630 mm-hmm. and I'm still, you know, you fit in the fitness and you fit in the, you know, um, the organizing and the planning and then you have a days for this. Like, so it's just legit, just planning. I live, I live for my planner and my calendar and all types of stuff. Like my brain is always going, you know? Yeah. So just to even to pick back on that, it's like, that's why me as a business owner, I admire you. I do. Because <laughs> even with that, like just to even I'm learning it now. Cause I do a lot. I got a lot of stuff going on especially between college, mm-hmm. uh, between college, army life, being a police officer. It's, so I'm in the army reserves. Mm-hmm. I know everybody's getting confused. Like, how are you in the army <laughs> and a police officer? Yeah, I'm in the army reserves, um, but I'm also a police officer. And now I own my own business. Mm-hmm. 
So planning has been a you are the weakest link. Like you are your team is only as strong as the weakest link. Mm-hmm. So I have to kind of put my military lifestyle in this business as well because you got to be up. I got to be able to maintain a healthy lifestyle or well, a somewhat healthy lifestyle. I'm not even going to do that. A somewhat healthy lifestyle and still know that I got responsibilities. Mm-hmm. I got to go. I got to go to work. I got to do drill. And sometimes army life, it's like, even though you're doing drill, it's still 24-7. They're calling you for trainings and programs that they want you to be a part of. But also you got a business that it's a startup. So now you got to put all this time. So there's been days that I get like two hours, three hours of sleep mm-hmm. <laughs> because the, for me, again, I say this a lot, the juice is definitely worth this squeeze for me so i'm doing i'm giving everything i got to this business and again like i said you have been a big influential person in that among other people that has their own and doing their thing it's like oh my god yes i want to be able to stand next to my peers and say hey i'm here Uh, i'm here (laughs) (laughs) so that's basically what i'm saying so again thank you for that thank you thank you uh, how long have you been a police officer? Um, I've been a police officer since, since 2013. Okay. That, 2013, I been a police officer. Uh, a lot of people don't know that. You keep your business. <laughs> I tell people a business. <laughs> and Because some people, they like, how are you a police officer? Like, don't worry about it. I like it. It's cool. Um, just giving back on a, on a personal note, it's like just where I've come from until now has been very enduring, like very, it's been difficult. Mm-hmm. So to come from my background where I was homeless, living on the street to where I'm at now to be like, huh, I can do this. And mm-hmm. the world doesn't owe me anything. It's just how can I give back to the world and make sure that this doesn't happen to anybody else? And show people that hey, you can do this. You've been you've been in foster care, but you can own you can own your own business. You mm-hmm. you've been homeless, but you can get your college degree. So I graduate. I get my college degree in, in a week and a half. Yeah, I have my college degree. So I'm not even trying to make this, especially at the end of our podcast, extra like morbid. Yeah. But no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I have because I have a question I'm about to ask, and I'm just like, oh, go ahead, go ahead. With that being said, you being a police officer and such, and with all the drama that has been going on, all the racial tension and stuff, like how are things on the job? Has it been tension between people of the lighter, you know, complexion? Um, what, like, what does that look like? So, for I can only speak for me mm-hmm. and a couple of other people that's in that will probably believe the same way and feel the same way. Yes, I know I'm African American. I know that. I know Black Lives Matter. But when you put on that uniform and you you serving and protecting, there's a right way and there's a wrong way. Mm-hmm. We're acknowledging that, yeah, the way we've been doing things has been the wrong way. How can we be better? And that's my standpoint on it. Yes, a few folks, a, a lot of our folks have messed up. But we're not trying to let that bad apple spoil the whole bunch mm-hmm. because there's good officers out there so now 
within the work a work environment yes this is going on okay we'll reprimand as we see fit and and get on but don't get discouraged because these people these certain individuals have put a damper on our name we move forward we let the people know that we are still there for them and we're here to help as in yes we're going to put a special emphasis on the african american community because there's a need it's not that all lives matter but this particular time black lives matter because we haven't been getting that respect mm-hmm. i'm always going to stand behind my community mm-hmm. and go from there and still support our own because at the end of the day if i see me if i see wrong i'm gonna i'm gonna let you know hey that's wrong okay so again it was like well let me do something that i've been dreaming of doing and starting my own business mm-hmm. so this was sometime um at the beginning of this year it was like oh i can i can do this i can make this a uh, a uh, a possibility cuz what i did i started a llc like last year but did nothing right. i didn't do anything <laughs> and then when i quit i was like oh, oh let me let me refocus until this job calls me back i can i can push for it i can push mm-hmm. this pushing for it to get known because i believe you're known <laughs> cuz every time i turn around and it's something <laughs> i'm trying I'm trying I'm trying um i think one of the things i had to get over was it's kind of like being a kid right and mm-hmm. you have kids who are very much focused on the amount of likes and the amount of followers and then i had to realize that it's not well not only coming to my own realization but also doing research and reading articles it's like it's not about it's not about the numbers yeah. right i mean it is about the numbers yeah. in some in some instances but at the end of the day like <laughs> that number it doesn't mean that people aren't don't see you right it doesn't mean that you're not being recognized it doesn't yeah. mean that um you're less than like they're just there are people who know about you but they may mm-hmm. not be following you you know what i mean so i think a lot of times we do get caught up in in the numbers and once i came out of that i'm like you know what i'm not even going to worry about that um anymore i'm just going to keep doing it so i have um yeah I have more of these little tips coming up because um on Monday is actually like the 6 year anniversary of Tings Night so I have like Yes, um, I'll, I'll wait for it then. Yeah. I'll, I'll wait for it. <laughs> so I like have all these like have six tips, right? Six Ooh. tips that I'm about to share or six lessons learned like over the years or whatever and so that's really like one of them is like Oh, I'm definitely watching that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so it doesn't seem like it's been that long but Man, you've been around for a long time. Trust me, I know. <laughs> I uh, know. But um before we go just tell everybody like where um they can find you like how they can, you know, well I don't know if the website is up officially or you know like where they can find Fet Finder. So All right y'all, we lost Sean. <laughs> But I will share where you can find him. Make sure to look at the show notes and you can find out where to find Sean. Sorry about that. We had a little connection issues like he said. Shit can always happen with technology. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. 
Thanks for tuning in to the latest episode of Niceish. As always, I'm grateful for your time and attention. Stay plugged in by subscribing to this podcast, my website, tingsnice.com, and following me on all social media platforms. Visit the show notes for all the links and the plugs related to this episode. If you ever have questions about anything we discuss on the show, be sure to hit me up at info at tingsnice.com. And remember, sharing is caring, so please pass this podcast on to anyone you believe will benefit from the information. I'm going to check you all later.